0: And like that, we are back, episode 137, Money Gang Pod. I'm here with a special guest, somebody that's, you know, a supreme bar spitter. I'm not going to lie. Bro, plug your plug your socials in for me, bro.
1: Appreciate
0: that, bro. Y'all
1: can find me everywhere on Instagram, Twitter, whatever, YouTube, at Hossakip. That's
0: H-O-S-S-A-C-I-P. Hossakip, I'm everywhere. Definitely, bro. You got some, I ain't going to lie. You got some fire. I ain't ain't going to lie. Appreciate you, man. We we going to get to that, though. But uh, one thing, though, in hip-hop that's going on, like this trial, you know, this whole YNW Melly thing. Right. You know, like, I want to know, like, how you feel about that whole situation? Knowing, like, you know what the situation is. You know, they saying, you know, he, you know, kind of basically, like, backdoored his homies. You feel me? So like, how you feel about that whole situation? I just think it's foul, like how this whole shit playing out, really. Man, I got bits and pieces of that
1: case, but from what I know, like, he' a little too arrogant in that courtroom, bro, to be doing what he's doing, being accused of what he's doing. Then he made a song. I got murder on my mind. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that was about what happened. If that's the case, that's fucked up, man. But I just feel like he 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 in that. I guess he's standing on what he's standing on because they, they think about giving him the death sitting in a chair, electrical chair, whatever the case may be. He don't, he don't seem like he's bitching up, though. Could be a
0: facade. Yeah, definitely, though. Definitely. It's just crazy, though. Like That's why this this whole time leading up to this trial, because he's been locked for like a couple years, I want to say. It's looking like, you know, this is a back door And I like I, I don't know how to take that. People people saying free Melly. I was never one of those guys, obviously. Right. His style of music wasn't, like, really mild, like, cup of tea, you know, really. Mm-hmm. But, oh, I'm not rooting for nobody to go to jail. But, I mean, this situation, though, it just like a back door to me, and it just kind of foul. I don't know. I'm just waiting to see, you know, they, they starting back again on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And, oh, no, it just looked kind of crazy to me, this whole situation, because it's just like, bro, if they your homies. Why are you, you know, like, setting them up to, like, you shooting them, you know, or some shit like that?
1: Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Then it
0: came out that, you know, like his phone records, you know, he uh telling Fredo Bang to come pick him up from a certain location after he did what he did. So it's just like, it's just looking crazy. Yeah. Like, very crazy, bro.
1: Damn, damn. So it's like he intentionally did it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just premeditated. I'm hearing it, it could have been a mistake. I don't know.
0: Yeah, but. I don't know. It's like now it's like the people and it's like the defense people, or whatever, they, 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 they stumbling, they stuttering. And when they talking, it's like they really didn't have enough evidence or whatever. So mm-hmm. I can see why he got that little cocky attitude because, you know, there's really no solid evidence yet, but it's just looking kind of crazy the way the stuff I was seeing. And like, I know you seen that junk. Then he blow a kiss at somebody or some junk or whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He telling his mother like, chill. Why you say like nigga, you might be going, you might be dead in a few. That's why she's sad.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, um, I don't know if you like are like big on sports or whatever. Like, you follow like NBA and all that. A little bit, a little bit. Okay, so you was uh you were paying attention to that whole like NBA finals and all
1: that. Uh, I I seen a little bit of it.
0: Yeah, 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 I feel like you know, uh, I feel like it was one of the more boring finals, bro. It was, you know, everybody wanted to see that Lakers Heat rematch, or they wanted to see Boston and L.A. go for that, mm-hmm. you know, that championship. That whoever wins got the most championships in NBA history. But it was kind of, um, it was kind of boring to say the least. But I'm glad, you know, Jokic and them boys, you know, pulled through. Like, it, yeah, it, was, a good, yeah. it was entertaining yeah. on that level to see like the underdog win, cause you know. They really ain't getting no media coverage like that. So it was cool to see that.
1: Definitely, bro, for real. They got swept, swept though. That shit is crazy.
0: Okay, so like, um, you definitely an artist. You definitely somebody I was looking at, you know, just trying to, you know, do my research and my homework and stuff, but like with Baltimore and all that, like what part of Baltimore are you from? I'm from uh northeast Baltimore. Okay, okay. So, um, like, what does that like the Baltimore like hip hop scene look like right now in Baltimore in twenty twenty
1: three? I'm gonna say it's 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 back to the club roots. Everybody trying to make a club record, like a dance record, you know. And that's crazy because I I did a podcast like a few years ago during COVID, and they asked me the same question, mm. and it was like a shy-wreck drill sound, like during COVID. That's what it was like twenty twenty. Like mm-hmm. Rack, drill sound, you know, just popping your shit. But now everybody, you know, just trying to have fun with it now, and realize like, all right, man, this is what's popping. You know what I mean? So they got to make them type of records.
0: Yeah, definitely. So obviously,
1: and Baltimore yeah. always had like the Baltimore club
0: music. It's- yeah, definitely. So like, uh, I know people should know, but not everybody know. But like the DMV, especially, is, like it's really good. Like very like big on like the whole go go and all that. And, um, you fuck with go-go music and shit like that, or did you listen to that, like growing up and all that? So, if you want more from me and this podcast content and more bonus content— then it's easy. All you have to do is go to Spotify, Spotify only, type in Money Game Pod, look at the description and hit the link to subscribe. And doing so will get you video versions of the podcast as well as extra bonus content such as game reviews, show reviews, album reviews, and stuff like that. So like I said, go to Spotify, type in Money Game Pod, go to the description, hit see more, and hit the link in the description to subscribe like some of the uh, Checkpoint 2.0 and shit and I was just like I feel I ain't get through all of it but like the, a couple of standout tracks for me was you know Grind It Out uh-huh. um, Bury You okay and A Different Approach and A Different Approach you said something that I think is very like uh, like very accurate in today's hip hop scene where you was like you know yeah I do something that'll set you apart
1: mm-hmm yeah, you definitely, bro, because it's like, every everybody sound the same, just about, so if you're not trying to, you know, like, push the envelope and, and stand out, then you're just going to be, you know, sounding like everybody else, we're we stands apart, you know what I mean, we'll make you stand apart.
0: Yeah, so what, what do you think that you bring that, like, will make you, like, uh, set apart from everything else?
1: I feel like my lyricism, but my diversity, for sure. It's my diversity. You know what I mean? I'm not the best songwriter, but I'm willing to, you know, create new records, create new approaches. And, you know, I just don't want to stay in one box. You know what I mean? Melody-driven. I can give you a little bit of everything. You know what I mean? I'm always hip on what's hot, what's not, what's working, what's not working, what could have worked, and what I could have did better. I'm always, you know, like a fucking... Basketball player just running the running the tape back, seeing the highlights, seeing what you know. What I mean, just constructive criticism, taking that I mean, from watching, like
0: watching film. You feel me?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Definitely, I feel that. I definitely feel that. And it seems like you know your answer to that. It seems like you're you're like the you're a harshest critic to yourself. You feel oh me? yeah, that's definitely. A, that's a good characteristic to have. You know, as an artist, to like be your own harshest critic. You feel me? Like okay, I could have did this better.
1: Yeah, I yeah, delivered that
0: a little better. You feel me? Hmm. Definitely. I fuck with that. So like, what was your like mind frame when you like was like crafting checkpoint
1: 2.0? Checkpoint 2.0, that's kind of like um a lot. Some of them records is miscellaneous, but mm-hmm. other records like the first three, you know what I mean? I was just trying to like, okay, how could I approach this? Like, grab the person in, off the yes. rip. You know what I mean? So you got grinded out, you got best foot forward. And I think the third one is uh, "See the Glow," which I got a video for. So that that's really how it is, you know what I mean? Just to put my best best foot forward, like literally, and just go from there. Right,
0: right, right. So, like, what, like growing up and all that? Like, who were some of your influences, like in rap? You feel me? Like, it made you wanna, you know, like start speaking yourself.
1: Um, Fifty Cent. Oh yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? That's yeah, I really started like maybe two thousand two. He came out with Get Rich Die Try in two thousand three. Mm-hmm. But before that Eminem, M, you know what I mean? Oh
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I like that Red Man, Method Man, um fuck is that song called? Uh I can't I can't think of it right now. It's a video they got. It's gonna come back to me. I did Mm -hmm. a freestyle for it and all. But Redman, Method Man, Busta Rhymes, Diddy, uh, a little bit of Nick Cannon, too, bro. I I listened to everybody while I tried to, you know, to extend my ear. Kanye West, everybody, bro. Mm -hmm. Just seeing that shit on TV, MTV, VH1, all that. I'm just like, man, that's something I want to do. OutKast, 3K,
0: everybody.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: That's a, that's a solid group of people right there. You know, like to you know have his influences. Mm-hmm. So,
1: um,
0: what age was it when you decided, like, okay, you want to pursue music, you want to give it a swing yourself? Um,
1: nine, when I realized what it was, and just start tr- at the age of nine. By the way, uh, what I realized what it was, creating poetry. Then later on in life, I created a group. Me and my cousin, and I would say my cousin, my other cousin too. You know what I mean? Into Deep, we did that for a few years. That didn't work out. High school, I just started, you know, writing, doing stuff on my own. Hit my first open mic. Just took it from there, man. Then went to a few other open mics. And that's where, you know, I was able to get an open feel to people what they want to hear. You know what I mean? You can keep creating music, but if you're not out there performing or watching other people perform, then you're not going to really see what the people want to hear. You know what I mean? What grabs
0: them. Yeah, definitely. I feel that. So, um, I think you, I ain't going to say you like took a break or anything, but I could tell that, you know, through the Instagram, you still, you know, putting like freestyles out and all that, which is, you know, fire, you know. Yeah, thank Um, you. First, like my first time listening, like when you sent the links and all that, you know, I, uh, I don't know if you heard of him. You probably have though. The uh, he like the I ain't gonna say the young boy, but like you like one of the new signees to TDE. Kind of put me like in the mob of that reason.
1: Like, okay. Yeah, was
0: yeah, like, yeah. I was like yo. This shit is hard though, but you got your own like style and flavor with it too. So
1: you appreciate that.
0: I could definitely fuck with that shit, yo. Yeah. But, um, what was it? Um, bury you. I, I'll definitely fuck with that Megan Thee Stallion line. <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Yeah,
0: I definitely. I'll like, oh shit, man. I'll like, I like I I fuck with that shit, bro, bro. Yeah, you know, talking this shit up there. So, like, when do you like plan on um, like uh, like putting out another full length project?
1: I'm putting out a new project next month. It's gonna be a three song EP, and it's gonna be the most updated version of myself. Like everything, you know, those three songs are really going to be like my head space and kind of the direction towards the music I want to be in. I don't have a title for it right now, but I'm literally like working on the last two. I just got to record them, and I'm going to go from there.
0: Okay, facts, facts. So I, can, I can't I can speak for, you know, like what type of environment you're in, So that's why I keep asking. So like I know for sure like in North Carolina it's, you know, Everybody want to be a rapper, or you know, everybody want to you know start podcasts and shit like that. And is that pretty much the same as far as rapping? Like, you know, it's a bunch of rappers, but you know, like you do you gotta like like you said, set yourself apart.
1: Yeah, so, definitely. Um, it's 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 a it's a lot of rappers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's the same just about any you know city. You know what I mean? For real. Just what's hot. You know what I mean? Quick money. Everybody want quick money. Everybody want to be seen just about, you know, it's just a whole bunch of that, man, in the city for real.
0: Yeah, facts, facts, facts. So, obviously, you rocking, like, the whole, like, uh, independent wave, you know. So, like, is it, like, a goal of yours to sign to a major or, you know, just keep it, you know, thorough and just stay on the independent thing where you can, you know, pretty much just, like, determine your own destiny and not be in debt with a, you know, major label?
1: Right. Yeah, you just pretty much said it. I would like to um, stay independent, but if the right situation come my way, mm-hmm. I'd be a fool not to take it. You know what I mean? Like maybe a partnership deal or yeah. whether it be like a two album contract, you know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. I still own my masters or whatever the case may be, that'd be perfect.
0: See, a lot of people don't even think about the whole partnership thing, which could be, you know, could help you a lot down the line, yo. Yeah. A lot of people just, you know, and a lot of times artists don't know that, like, the first time you meet with a label, you're not you you're not obligated to sign anything. But they know mm-hmm. you know you come from a certain environment. They know if they put this number in front of you, then you're gonna be eager to sign, not knowing that you know what comes with it. And that's how they you know they get a lot of young guys you know, and their career gets strained because of that. And they. You wonder why they be on Instagram story like, oh, I don't want to rap. The label won't let me drop, that.
1: Yo, that's, bro. that's, I, man, I'm fucking me borderline. Like, I don't want to see it. Like, I would lose my mind if I signed to a label, bro, today, and I'm thinking, like, my life is about to change for the better. And just because, you know, they just not feeling what I'm creating or whatever the case may be, it might be other people on the label, like, oh, mm-hmm. this nigga hiding than you. You just going to have to sit. And they trying to sit me out for so I'm like, bro, come on, bro. Don't, that's don't roll like my music. Yeah.
0: That's how where that worries. a money draw. Whoever hot right then, they go. Gonna, they gonna focus more on them, no matter yeah. how many talented acts on the label. It's just they gotta take a back seat sometimes. And
1: you know, things. um, my bet, you know, how you know, scissors, she actually went through that for a while,
0: yeah, definitely. Because it was like what uh, her situation was different from Kendrick. I want to say Kendrick was trying to negotiate to start his own thing, her on the other hand, it was. RCA and TEE, it was like you know they ain't know how to like what what's the next chapter for her. But I'm glad the album you know is doing good, and still charting, and still you know still like doing good numbers right now. Facts. But yeah, it's a lot of things that people go to, and people don't understand you know like the like the industry is designed to put artists in debt. You Feel me?
1: Yeah, you're not Tempor- lying about
0: that. Because it's, it's just that simple, and a lot of times they don't understand that, okay, the major labels is only good for, you know, putting you on that mainstream level, really. You know, you still pretty much got to still do as, work like 10 times harder you was before the deal because you got to make opportunities for yourself. Like, that advance come every blue moon. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you know, they're pretty good. They are gonna starve you out to start out, and it's just like, bro, you don't know if you gonna get a release when you gonna get a release date for your debut album on that down on that label. So,
1: yeah, a lot of
0: stuff though. I'm glad you know you hip to you know how the industry works and knowing how to maneuver. That's that's a good sign right now for you as an artist right now. I can say
1: facts. Facts. You seen Scarlet? You know that artist Scarlet, the girl that made that "This Is New York" record.
0: No, I don't. What uh, what about it though?
1: Yo, she um was on Vlad TV. She got she got a single that's hot right now.
0: Oh, you said scarlet? Yeah, yeah. 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 I caught one of her junks when she was talking to Vlad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh
1: huh. she was like, you know, a record label try to sign me for hundred k. She's like, man, that was a an insult to her. She's like, y'all can't come to me with nothing less than a million.
0: And Vlad had to school her about the labels. Yeah. 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 Uh
1: huh. See. Yeah, man. You know what's crazy to me? All these idols like Busta Rhymes, Swiss Beats, Mm -hmm. how y'all not tell her that? And y'all co-signing her like she bringing back music, but y'all not telling her like when you get this contract, you gonna have to pay
0: back all this shit and more. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. I think the, the label, the only thing, the major label is only good for like making you famous, I would say, and like making you marketable. But like other than that, it's just, you know, It's a money draw, and a lot of money gonna have to come back out your pocket, also. So it's just like a never, like an uphill battle. But I ain't gonna lie, some I think linking with like a, I would say like your Dreamville label, like that, Mm -hmm. where you still have creative control over, you know, how you are like marketed and the type of music you make. You feel me? The major labels—they gonna come. They're like, "Oh, we need another female song, or oh, we need another strip club anthem." And they're gonna try to like ride that wave out, and like, your whole core fan base won't even see you the same as you was, you know? And, yeah. like, was Is it really worth it? Yeah. So, but yeah, man. Um, but yeah, you definitely got some bangers on this checkpoint 2.0, man. I was just like, yo, like, how is this nigga not like on like a different level? You feel me? Like, but then again. I heard, um, I forgot who it was, I think it was like uh, Schoolboy Q or somebody like that, and he was like, um, you know, it's like, it's easy in the industry, like, to get to A to Z, but like, working your way to get to A is like, gonna be some of the hardest work you put in through your whole career just to get to A, but to get to A to Z is pretty easy, but Getting to Abra is going to take a lot of hard work. And I can definitely tell, you know, you're dedicated to the craft and willing to put in to, you know, achieve, you know, your dreams as far as an artist. And that's definitely, you know, respectable.
1: Appreciate you, bro, for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so you, like, when you do, like, freestyles or whatever, do you, like, you know, have a, like, memorize a couple bars and you just go off the top or it just be like, you know, you just come off the top crazy?
1: I'm not an off the top artist. I know that's the the cool thing to say. Yeah, I'm, nah, it's been, I'm nah, right. nah,
0: a lot of a lot of people we be saying like on L.A. leakers and Funk Flex. They be written stuff. They wrote, they wrote just for that occasion. So
1: yeah, and that shit's so corny. If you wrote it, you wrote it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you know how many ghost writers it is out here. I was looking at the title credits for like artists. Like every album, I look at the title credits just about much for every song. Yeah, and it, and it, it shocks me. It's like composer, lyricist. It'll be like eight names. Don't let me. I'm not even gonna call no artist names. You can just mm-hmm. check for yourself. Oh it yeah, definitely. So if you're just writing your own stuff, that's like, that's that's enough for real. You you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I, I write everything that you everything that you see me you know record or video. I wrote it. Yeah, I
0: wrote it. Okay. Yeah. Facts. Hey, you know, there's no shame in that, man. I think a lot of guys they be trying to, you know, be on that Jay Z and Lil Wayne shit where they don't write. I'm like, bro, you're not that good yet to even consider yeah. doing it, bro. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You gotta start somewhere, bro. They didn't always come off the top. You feel know I me? Mean? So, yeah,
1: just man.
0: Got that
1: point. Shit, I'd be the first to tell you. I don't know if we cut off around the time. Did you catch me when I said what Baltimore music sounded like right now?
0: Yeah, we definitely. yeah, we got that a bunch of okay. like club stuff they trying to aim for the clubs. Okay, bet, bet, bet. hmm Yeah, I mean, but I, I don't got nothing against the whole, you know, club and strip club anthems and all that. Even the female records, I feel like, you know, some artists they uh they just knock it out the park. Right? I feel like one guy like that, fabulous. Fabulous! He can't miss with like some female records. He got some classics that's female records. Wale yeah. definitely got some classics that's female records. You know, yeah. so I was like, I ain't knocking it, but I feel like once it get too over, like saturated with females, I'm like, ah, right, like can you show me something else? You know what I mean like, like are all y'all just one trick ponies? Like can y'all all right. You know, take me to like take me through your struggle up to this point. I'm like that. You know, that's what really like core fans want to hear is that hunger that you had before all that
1: you see the trend that's going on everybody's just resampling uh, a hit record from 2000 early 2000s early 90s the r&b uh, record and then they flipping it putting on a, a hip-hop track and they just saying whatever they want to say on top of that and that bitch is gone like it's trending on, on on the website tiktok instagram all that
0: yeah and i feel like they it's more what i ain't gonna say everybody's doing a lot of sampling I feel like was more female artists. Like Saweetie, she went on like a four single run where she just sampled other people's yes. shit. Like yes. Meg did the same thing too though. She I feel like some samples can't be touched. B I. G yeah. who shot you shouldn't get touched. Yeah. Know? Like yeah, yeah. on some shit like that. But I get it plays into the whole Tory thing, but I was just like, I don't know, like uh some samples shouldn't be touched.
1: Oh, you you don't like that record she got <laughs> over that set
0: with B.I.G. who to Oh no, I don't, but I really don't. I was just like some shit shouldn't be touched, bro. Like, I feel you. I feel you. I get I get the whole situation though, but I just like I don't feel like you should have used that though, you know. And I feel like she and I feel like when it comes to lyrics and, like, like spitting and, like, metaphors and stuff, she's very talented, but it's just like it they really try is. to over-sexualize her to the point where it's like, bro, this shit corny, you know? Mm-hmm. They do that to a lot of females, you know? If they got, like, a certain body image or whatever, then it's just like, okay, we're going to dress you up like this, and we're going to want you to rap like this, and we want you to yeah. appeal to this audience where it's just like, bro, she's really talented, but it's just like, y'all kind of fucking her career up with this over-sexualized stuff, man. That's another thing, though, bro. It's just, they know what they want. You feel me? They are, uh, they, uh, these days, bro, they will not fuck with an like, a overly conscious guy like, with supreme lyricism, but they'll take yeah. a street nigga, you know, try to promote that. Then when he dies on your label, they'll put out a, a like an album, you know, like three more albums after he died. Like, we're just trying to milk the money off that shit. And this is like a foul game for real. We've seen that with who? Pop Smoke. Yeah, bro. Um, Triple X. Like they done made like two, three albums after they passed away. You feel me? Like this shit to be crazy. It's just like it shows you what type of game we in though. Like facts. You see, uh, is they know death is like a money draw, and everybody gonna try to stream music, and you know there's more money for them. So
1: yeah, I even heard they got life insurance on these rappers, like these record labels.
0: Yeah, I heard that too, but I didn't know how true it is, and that's 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 crazy, yo. I, what yes. I feel like should be in. What I feel like should be in these contracts is, like, some type of mental health cause, though. Because, okay. you know, like, they're really running people in the ground. They got them doing this. They got them doing autograph signs, and all that stuff. And they get mad when the artists be like, they don't want to sign stuff or they don't want to take pictures. But, you got to think they've been doing that, like, all day, though. You feel me? And I remember one time Meek Mill or something. Like he didn't want to sign somebody's shit or something. Everybody got mad or something. He's like, bro, I've been doing this shit all day. You feel me? Mm. But yeah, like people don't you know, really understand, you know, the life of an artist. They just think like, you know, like it's a lot of shit that go into it that people don't see. You feel me? So,
1: a lot of entitled people. And you mm-hmm. see, um, Pop Smoke producer just came out and he said, because a lot of fans was asking, man, when y'all gonna drop some more Pop Smoke music? It was like, mm-hmm. yo, y'all you they dropped all his music, everything he had that you hearing now is unreleased that they took and tampered with these record labels.
0: And, and came out, you know what I mean? They put like five features on one song. I like, bro. He said, yeah, he said in an interview he don't fuck with a lot of niggas. Yeah, then on the album you got like five different features on one song, and niggas that like, don't probably not even met the nigga when he was alive, bro. Yeah. And like there. the only only feature that I felt like should have been up there was Pusha T because you know they both fuck with Stephen Victor, you know. So like. Mm-hmm you feel me like that made sense but like five niggas on one pop smoke song after he just said like but i don't fuck with a lot of niggas like that shit was crazy but i do commend 50 cent for way he did uh his debut album though like that shit was fire to shoot for the stars aim for the moon shit yeah yeah definitely i fuck with that song that shit that whole shit is hard and it sounded like some shit he would have put out though so after that yeah. That shit, it did sound like a bunch of songs that he put one verse on and didn't finish, and they put a lot of other niggas up there. I was just like, bro, y'all fucking up the brand, you feel me? Yeah, man, for
1: real, bro. Yeah, I think mean, it's, Pop Smoke was is dope, man. He, I know for sure if he was alive, like, he'd be on top of the game right now.
0: Oh, yeah, he would have had the last two summers on Smash, for sure. Mm-hmm. yeah. Hammer Ice Spice on the definitely. record would have sounded crazy. And it put me into that like thing, like I like I said, we like we grew up on that 50 Cent G Unit era. So like, he put me in mind of like that, like before Get Rich, like that that G Unit mixtape run, bro, he put me in that mind of like he reminded me of that version of 50 Cent that was very hungry and he was all Bet. right. So you know, in a good spot where that Brooklyn drill shit was taking off, but he mm-hmm. did more than just drill though. Like he got solid female songs and you know other shit like.
1: Yeah, he, he really he, showed. He, go ahead. Nah, go on, My bad, bro.
0: He really showed that like he was diverse with his style. He just want like a, a New York drill rapper, though. You feel
1: me? Mm-hmm. He was an up-to-date uh, version of Fifty. Like, you know, a lot of people say Fifty style right now is kind of stagnant for the 2023. Mm-hmm. If he drop an album now, it probably wouldn't hit like that. Pop smoke, you know what I mean? He just, he just knew how to work it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, definitely. And I feel like that, that little, like, battle he had with Kanye back in the day, it kind of shaped hip-hop for what it was going to be for, like, the next two decades because yeah. he got this gritty street, you know, Southside Jamaica Queen style, and Kanye just had this, you know, at the time, like, backpacker, you know, like, sarcastic style, you feel me, with, like, with his lyricism too, though, you
1: feel me? so hmm like,
0: when he won and like the album sales with Curtis versus Graduation, it was like, yo, know, that kind of shaped hip hop where like the gangster shit kind of really died down. But I would say like in the last few years, the gangster rap, they even kind of got back oversaturated. I mean, cause now when you listen to a young nigga like, oh, I'm a stepper, I'm a shooter, or I'm, I'm with this gang, I'm like, oh, that's cool though. Can you like, can you give me like a hot sixteen though? You feel me? Like some shit like that. Hell
1: no, they can't do that, bro. <laughs> they can't do that.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like everybody. I ain't gonna lie, but I think that became with this whole young boy shit though. Like I don't like, I'm not, I'm not like a hater of no artists or, like, anybody that, you know, can provide for their family by doing what they love. I, they always got my respect, but I'm not too big on this whole young boy shit. I feel like, you know, some, like, most of his projects, he drops a lot, bro, but it is mostly the younger generation, though. hmm I never heard a nigga in any part of his 30s to 40s talking about, like, bumping young boys, saying, hey this, hey, this young nigga can really spit. Like, Nah. I never heard that type of shit before. But that's how you know like the generation is different and is, you know, it's shifting. But hopefully it'll get back to just pure lyricism, no matter if you conscious or you know, like mm-hmm. gangster rap or whatever. Yeah, I feel like
1: every everything gets its turn. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the wave of the J. Cole's Wiley's big Sean's when just everybody was spitting doing their thing. J. Cole, it's, yeah. it's 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 gonna come again. But at the same time, will it be, will it shine just as good? I don't know. You know what I mean? Cause it's, you got, you got TikTok. Everything is just made for social media now. You know what I mean? Not saying yeah. it wasn't like that back then, but you can really get a number one single off of TikTok. Yeah. So, you know, if, as long as that's around, that's going to be the forefront of music until it's like a, a hard reset.
0: Yeah. I remember I listened to, like, an old, like, Jadakiss freestyle, like, on the radio or something. This was, like, what? I think that freestyle from, like, 08, 09, some shit like that. And he was, like, um, then the internet killed the game, and it got greasy. Mm -hmm. Download, upload, before the Dutch roll. I was, like, yo, he didn't know that he was talking about, like, the next decade or so, yo.
1: Yeah. Oh, you got it. You don't remember that, the the, the name of that?
0: Uh, It was, I don't know. All I know is on YouTube, it's um it's Jada Kiss Radio Freestyle. And like he in parentheses, it says say he goes in. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out. I never but heard just, a
1: bad verse from Kiss.
0: Yeah, I, he never was a sixteen or thirty two or whatever, you know, he always like put them bars in and let people know like he was always top tier. And I and I knew that. But it's like when he did that versus with against dipset that everybody tried to give him his flowers. I was like, bro, he supposed to be giving him his flowers the last, what, two decades? Yeah, man, well-deserved, for real. Yeah, but he he had to show motherfuckers, like remind motherfuckers, like, yeah, I got these hits, that's nothing, you feel me? I got those female songs, that's nothing. Got the classic verses, but like, I'm a real lyricist, you feel me? Like, I, I really spit, like, I been spitting, like, nigga. Mm-hmm. I was on the label with B.I.G., nigga.
1: Yeah, a lot of niggas don't know that, bro. And and he was going toe to toe with that nigga too. And it. a lot of other MCs.
0: And like niggas, like he was, a, he came from a different era. And I feel like once we get back to that, because recently we ain't had no niggas to step out like that. The last nigga that stepped out to be like, yeah, I'm cool with y'all niggas, but like, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to make sure your core fans never heard of you. It was when Kendrick dropped that control verse, it kind of shook it up for a minute.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I feel like that nigga can like, bro. That nigga can wake up and drop a freestyle and like kill the whole rap game for real. Yeah, you see, he active on um, on, on social media now, Instagram. Yeah, he got his burner account on that shit now. I'm like, yo, the nigga. That's he might. Dope. He probably about to drop some shit, but like, you fought with Kendrick too, though.
1: Hell yeah, Kendrick Definitely. and J. Cole mm-hmm. are like hands down like my favorite rappers of this generation, for sure. Nice.
0: Hell yeah, definitely, yeah, bro. And I feel like they have that thing where it's just not, like... Everybody don't have that, like, Jay-Z approach where nigga from this, from 96 to whatever, I'm gonna put out an album every year, and it'd be fire. Like, everybody don't have that approach. These niggas actually take the time to make sure they give you a project that's their best, and they craft it year by year until they're mm-hmm. ready. Like, everybody can't do that. Everybody, you know, they just trying to put... Like you said, it's not even a. it's not even... I remember, like back in that time, what like Jay Z, DMX, Kiss, Meth and Red, and all them three, like 334 minute songs was a thing. Now, yes. you, you barely get two minutes, you might get a couple bars or something, and it be over. You feel me? Like, is they don't even have like three minute songs no more. Yeah, yeah, it used to be a thing when three verses was like a must on the song. You feel me? Yeah. And now it's this whole TikTok thing and they just they just wanna get a song that's gonna be used for like a sound for a TikTok or whatever, like and it just be crazy. Like they don't really they don't even got enough to, you know, to like feed the real hip hop heads, man. Like they still around though. And I don't think like more hip hop heads they don't even focus on the mainstream, they focus on like the underground artists because you know, like I said, they got their hunger and they just got they got a chip on their shoulder. It's always good to like listen to an artist before they blow up. Then be like okay, and they keep that same energy. Like I, that's how I was with J Cole because obviously I'm from North Carolina. So like, like I I remember I still got like I still remember like going on YouTube and like middle school And J Cole would be dropping like crazy freestyles that motherfuckers don't even know about to this day. You feel me? Like shit, when he, he went crazy. by I'm therapist, like, I can't right? wait for this nigga to blow. You feel me?
1: You remember when he went by therapist?
0: Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. huh.
1: Yeah, 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 okay. Some of those
0: tracks, most of those tracks are hard to find. They got, like, a couple on YouTube, but it used to be a time where it was a lot of those shit, like, his early shit, yo, and it was crazy. Like, he been, like, a good storyteller. He been, had, like, great concepts and knew how to deliver them shit. So I was like, bro, I can not wait for this nigga to blow, you know? But he stayed true to himself, though, and that's why I respect him the most, you know, outside of music. Like, he always gonna be himself, you know? Facts,
1: bro. Every time he drop, it's just, like, I just feel like he just inspired nigga every time he drops, It's like, all right, I got to drop some shit. I got to drop something.
0: Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm waiting on that fall off though, but I know he's not gonna disappoint. When because... you think he dropping that? Boy, I don't know because I've been hearing the motherfuckers talk about that uh, niggas is gearing up to drop that uh, that new Dreamville project. You know, Revenge of the Dreamers. So, I hope he dropped that before that. I'm not saying I got nothing, like, against, you know, the compilation. But, like, him by himself is always that shit, bro. He never missed. I don't want to say, like, I like all his albums. But, like, his mixtapes was crazy, though. Like, Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. The Come Up, the Warmer, like, bro. But, yeah, I would say probably, like, this, the end of this year and next year, probably he might drop the fall off, yo.
1: What's your thoughts on... um? They're trying to say hip hop as a whole it's been six months what are we on to seven yeah, six months into the year, seven mm-hmm. months so far. We have yet to get a number one single on a billboard chart or a number one hip hop album. What's your thoughts on that?
0: see, and that's the that's the, like the whole like you know you know somebody that's been doing numbers outside of hip hop. You know, like, she dropped and, like, she did a million. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But she's selling, like, vinyls and all that. So it's just, like, I feel like R&B and pop has had a better year just because of, you know, that whole thing where it's like, okay, people going to know, like, a pop song or, you know, a country song or some shit like that or R&B song before they going to know, like, a hip-hop song. So, like, the hip-hop people that fuck with hip-hop, we going to stream it you know we going to watch the videos on youtube and shit but like as like in the masses they don't probably want to reach that far so that stat coming out i felt like it was interesting but it kind of put in perspective of you know like hey niggas got to work harder you feel me niggas got to stop trying to aim for the tiktok shit cuz
1: yeah man don't,
0: shit don't really going to go get you nowhere we got to you know we got to have somebody that's number 1 we got to have a single that's number 1 in the hip hop genre you feel me
1: and they said we we had this run uh, as far as number one for like thirty years long now, yeah, thirty years straight. I think Drake won. I I think Drake won be the one to take it, daughter. You know, put us back where we need to be.
0: Yeah, definitely. My only my only issue with that with Drake, and I feel like he's an amazing artist. There's two things that I feel like take him out of that like that run for the crown between you know Kendrick and uh, J Cole is that. Obviously, people be like, okay, well, J. Cole and Kendrick, they don't always just rap. Like, okay, they got some songs where, you know, they're catching the melody and it's not, you know, bar heavy as other stuff they do. But Drake is like, we never got that full rap album from him, you know, to solidify him as that guy in hip hop. Yeah. I feel like that and the, I, he can't <laughs> escape those Ghost Rider claims either. Mm-hmm that's always going to be that. That push your T thing and Meek Mill, like, that's shit. It's always going to be, like, that to be like, nah, I can't really, like, put him in that conversation. But as far as an artist, though, I understand that you, that every R&B artist don't write the songs that they put out, you know? Like, R&B in different genres, that's, like, a normal thing for somebody to write a song for you and you just sing it because it's a different bargain. Like, Hip hop, like, but we, we do gonna look at it. like you claiming you the best, you the king, you the goat. Then okay, we expect you to write all your shit 100% of the time. You feel me? So like, that's you. But like in other genres like R&B, you may sing it better than the person who wrote it, or you know the person who wrote it probably not a singer. They just you know a writer. You feel me? They just want their credit. So I get it, but it's just like having somebody write a song for you that like everybody fucked with at the time. I think it was what if you're reading this is too late. Yeah, that project yeah. that uh running through the six with my woes like nah, you feel me? You thought that was Drake, like 100 percent Drake, you feel me? So
1: Quentin Miller,
0: <laughs> yeah, like nah, yo, we can't we can't have you talking like that. Like, don't get me wrong, you one of the biggest artists in the world, but that title I think is you know it's a race, and we got to revisit this conversation once you know. I ain't going to say Kendrick and uh, J. Cole's career is done because I feel like they're going to put out music for a minute. But we got to revisit this when, you know, they're not putting out music as frequently and then we can have that full discussion. Like, who you think is, like, dominated this modern era of hip-hop? You know, because they're all from that same era, that blog era. Uh-huh. Mac Miller, you know, Nipsey Hussle. Like, they're all in that same class where it's, like, you know, that blog era. I feel like, you know, that's a good conversation to have between Kendrick and J. Cole, I ain't
1: going to lie. All right. I'm going to still give it to Drake. I'm going to tell you why. All right. Okay. He dropped, if you're reading this, is too late. All right. Mm-hmm. Quentin Miller, he helped him with a few songs or so. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He wrote the skeleton of his music, if you're reading this, is too late. Mm-hmm. For me as an artist, for me as a rapper, you know, I look at who's just successful. And that just humanized Drake for me, because up to if you're reading this too late and so forth, if we didn't get no uh ghostwriter allegations, that nigga would be like, "Not, nah, I'm worshiping or anything. That nigga would be God level to me as far as music wise, bro. Yeah, definitely. It's no fucking rapper that has done it the way he did it besides a Jay-Z. You get what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and jay z they like apples and oranges you can't compare them to because Drake is more commercial, but he still can give you bar for bar and as a as a rapper myself i, I can i I can hundred percent say for sure Drake, yeah, he might have helped, had some help with ghostwriting, but I feel like he still can hold his own with his pen. I feel like the uh fucking time zone records he write he writes all of those his rap records, he writes them. It just shows, like, you know, everybody need a little bit of assistance. That's all. You know what I mean? As far as, like, hooks, structure of music, and shit like that. That's just me, though.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely, yeah. Um, With Drake, on on that level, as far as success, bro, he got, like, what? I just did this, like, a week or two ago. He got, like, 67... Platinum certifications, nigga. You 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 can't erase that. Yeah, man. Can't erase that. I don't give down. who wrote it or whatever. You can't erase that, bro. That's that's like an amazing achievement for anybody in hip hop, bro. So that like on, on that level, when it comes to reaching the masses, I don't feel I feel like maybe I ain't gonna lie, the best year, like they like those three out of those three, obviously J. Cole, I would say. 2014 well 2013 when when did he drop forest hill drive uh it was around that time 2013 2014 yeah it
1: gotta be yeah yeah 2014 i believe
0: i feel like that was his year when kendrick dropped down in 2017 i feel like that was his year Mm -hmm. but drake he had had multiple years but and with like since his first album since thank me later that he was just like dominating and even it probably won't even his song. He probably he probably hopped on DJ Khaled shit, but he had a song for the summer. You feel me? Yeah, like for free or something like that. Or he always know how to dominate the summer. That's why I give him like that. Like he knows, like he dominates the summer. He's gonna have some shit you can ride out to. You know, like listen to to some shit with a female and shit. Like he got those moods for you where you can listen to like with any group of people. I definitely give them that. Though. Like he's that guy. You feel me? He's that guy, but I just felt like you know, um, sometimes he I ain't gonna say, but well, if he was in that position, then obviously he would be cocky. But he seemed like very overly cocky these last few years,
1: yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's when I think <laughs>
0: one of those Jay-Z when those Jay Z conversations on them Jay Z comparisons really started to come because he 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 threw it out there like 2016 on uh, what was it summer 16? Yeah, like oh, I used to want to be on Rockefeller, then I turned into Jay. Yeah. Back so then, you know, people were head. trying to hear that. But now that's a solid, like a solid conversation that people keep bringing up, like Drake or Hove, like but me, it's just it's different because nobody can be Jay-Z. You feel me? Like Meek said though, like nobody can be Jay-Z. You feel me? He gave he literally gave you the blueprint, you feel me? Pun intended.
1: Yeah. But right. it, it's the same thing with uh Jay. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Everybody trying to if Big was alive.
0: They yeah, Tupac man, was alive, and, and this pop ain't happened, alive. and that ain't happened, but yeah.
1: i like, but, but Hov said it, as funk master Flex, Freestyle, Inspired by Bosky. out my chariots of fire, everybody taking shots, hit my body, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Build me up, break me down and build me up again. And like, Hov, we need your best, and we can kill your ass again. Hov's no big, no pot, but he's close. How the fuck I'm supposed to win, man? They got me fighting ghosts. You feel yeah. me? Like, that shit deep. At some point, you got you know grab your nuts, show niggas like, bro, I'm a big dog too. I'm 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 ill too, just as ill as these niggas, if not iller. So you always got respect when an underdog trying you know, pay it away and and show these niggas like I'm here for a reason.
0: Yeah, and the niggas try to make it seem like, bro, he he went fucking like bar for bar with Big on his first album. Yeah, he was he was willing to start a group. For the East Coast, the commission with Big to go against Death Row, and he was yeah. willing to go heads up with Tupac, like in a beef. Like he, like niggas making seem like he chopped liver. Like he was non-existent. Like he was right. ready to <laughs> like ride. Like, yeah, yeah. He was ready to ride around that time. He was a newcomer at that point. Like, he was ready to ride. Like people, I hate when people throw that out there. Like. People say, like, oh, if Tupac was alive, then, oh, Eminem would have been so big, or Lil Wayne would have been so big. I'm like... Yeah,
1: man. It's like, it's like, yo, these niggas it was great, but come on, you got to give your respect to other people, too.
0: Yeah, because Lil Wayne's, like, his, like, demographic of fans is different from Tupac. Eminem's de- demographic is different as far yeah. as fans. It's obviously, it's going to be more, you know, people his color, but he's still don't try to make it seem like Eminem don't got hard black fans that's another thing mm-hmm. people, do, people try to make it sound like he's just white people like bro it's not you don't go you don't go platinum off just one race of people buying your album like this is not gonna happen
1: hmm.
0: but uh but yeah though no, like i hate those conversations though if this didn't happen then oh he wouldn't have been so big i like bro like you focusing like we we've never seen an artist like Jay-Z before we, we never will that's why I say like that whole Drake John like Drake here, Drake Drake in his own right like he took Toronto to a whole another level like facts nobody, and I'm no, to... no, no canadian no Canadian rapper they had some like some rock stars and r and b people but no rapper like that have changed the whole trajectory for a place that didn't really have nothing as far as hip hop like
1: facts bro. And I'm gonna try to parallel back to Drake with Ooh. this, with this, with this uh, theory. I feel like every rapper has a point in time in their career where it's though, I'm just tired of hearing this nigga voice. Or I'm uh-huh. just he keep rapping about the same thing. I'm tired of his flow. Mm-hmm. Same thing would have happened for big, same thing would have happened for pop. We all gotta re ourselves as as artists. Drake did the same thing, but if you're reading this, it's it's too late. If he would have carried on with the same album structure, bro, I don't think he would have lasted this long, or be on top of the game, you know what I mean? It's all about diversity at the end of the day. You can drop a hit single, but if you're not diverse and not willing to reinvent yourself, then yeah, bro, you're going, you're going to get le- left in the past.
0: Yeah, you got to know how to reinvent yourself. And a lot of people always say, like, oh, um, he's still people flow. He's still like an up-and-coming flow or he bite they stuff, and obviously because he do it, it gets more views and more whatever. But it's just like you gotta look at the same. I, I would I wouldn't say he bit nobody, obviously, because even in his style though, you know, it's it's lines you know he that's took true. from Jay Z. It's lines Jay Z took from Big. It's lines mm-hmm. Jay Z took from uh Tupac. You feel me? So yep. It's like that's hip hop, just like saying something that this younger generation probably won't up on, and like. Saying in modern day just to give that old stuff like a new light, I feel yeah. like this is a part of hip hop, though.
1: It's a compliment at the end of the day. Um, Drake, even, um, I was about to say, still, he even used uh, I go on and on, mm-hmm. how many minutes too do I short. last so long? Yeah, too short. He used that blow the whistle, you know. what mm-hmm. I mean, that shit was kind of old, though, because he did use like the whole structure of his verse. But what I'm saying is, it's all about you know, let me show this nigga some respect because. I was, I'm not going to sit here and act like since I'm the hottest thing in the game, I wasn't playing this nigga back then. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all to come back to.
0: Everybody like got that. Um, even uh, Kendrick, you know, he did the juvenile thing, letting them know that juvenile had a stint where the whole where the South took over in the late 90s and all that. Yeah, rest. yeah. Kendrick did that whole flow on um, Element, you know, niggas thought they weren't going to see me, huh? Like he did that jump for her. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shit. So it's just, it's just a compliment. You feel me? I never looked at it as as biting. It just showed, like, yeah, I fuck with this nigga. And this probably one of my influences for a once upon a time. So I'm going to just show everybody what I used to listen to or the shit I used to fuck with now that I'm in this position. You feel me?
1: You think we ever going to get a Kendrick and Cole album like uh, Red Man and Method Man with Rottweiler and that shit they went
0: and dropped? Bro. I've been waiting on this album to drop because I was like in 10th or 11th grade, bro. No cap. They've been teasing it for a minute. It's like, bro, where is it at, bro? Because I know this is not gonna have a skip up there, bro. I'm promise you. But yeah, I'm, a, I'm still holding out hope for that. That and a Black Hippie album. I, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Uh,
1: he he left. He left Top Dog. You know what I mean? He got his yeah. own shit going on with
0: Baby Kane. I yeah, think that's PG, hard, I Ain't gonna lie. I fuck with PG Lane hard though. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, 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 for sure. Because so, he's just getting started, too, and it's just him and King running shit now, so I'm I trying to see what other talent he's going to put there, and one thing I like about what Kendrick is doing, you know, like, this dude assigned somebody with, like, 5,000 followers on Instagram, like, he don't care, he's just, like, talent is talent with him, it don't matter about, like, the other shit, you feel know I me? Mean? like, and that's what I feel like most, like, labels and, like, A&Rs and executives, they... They wanted you to have a following already, but sometimes you just gotta recognize the talent and be like, okay, we can get you here, but you, you know, you gotta do this. Like I, I fuck with the way he go about like running his label and shit, especially like Top Dog too, though.
1: Like, yeah, Top Dog, it fits. He,
0: he definitely, if he, you know, you got talent, none of that other shit matters. Like he, I'm gonna get you there, but you gotta go through this. We gotta do that, like, and I feel like most fucking labels should do that, but it's just like only independent niggas really do that shit, though.
1: Yeah. Speaking of baby King and Kendrick, I'm dropping my hillbillies uh freestylers week for real, for real. It'd be it'd be a dream. You know, I signed a PG Lane for real, you know what I mean? Just like what you just said. You know what I mean? They they feel like I feel like they got the artist's best interest. You know what I mean? They they got the artist first, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: definitely. Um Baby King, I feel like, you know, people they still, you know, trying to hate. You know, like, just because somebody uh, gave, like, a reference track don't necessarily mean they write your shit. You feel me? What
1: happened with Baby Kane?
0: Like, a couple years ago, um, a year or two ago, you know, some uh, references had, like, leaked of, like, songs that he did from, like, his last album and the album before that with Kendrick doing it. But that don't necessarily mean he wrote it. He was, I feel like this, though. I feel like he was saying he heard the song, uh-huh. and he was like yo lay it like this or say it like this and he referenced it because the way that he said it is how it sounded with Baby Keem. I feel like it was one of those situations but everybody always is said like, old Kendrick writing his rap and shit like that but that wasn't even the case because they make like two different types of music for sure you know? them right. but they do kind of sound alike a little bit because they do have that you know like joking and like um, ignorant shit that they be saying that's funny and shit like that so like but I feel like they two different artists, you know. You listen I listen to Baby King like a lot, like especially okay. like, my bitch and you know, shit like that. But like, yeah, I like what he does though. It's a different sound though. You know, he he makes his own beats and shit too though. So like Oh yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he, he produce he self produced all of his shit and he like collaborate with other producers and shit like that. So
1: Dang.
0: that shit be hard, you feel me? Like I fought with Baby King's style though.
1: Yeah, he dope. Wasn't he supposed to have a uh, a song with Drake, too, but it never came out, came to fruition?
0: Yeah, Drake got a bunch of those shits in the vault, though. Baby King. But I really wanted to hear that shit with him and Benny the Butcher, though. I knew that shit slide, bro.
1: What? That... Speaking of Benny the Butcher, that that that's another nigga that's inspiring. That nigga yeah. bar for bar. A lot of people say Conway better than Benny, Benny the Butcher. Nah, I Benny think it's more. They're
0: all nice, though, in their own way. Westside got his own style. Conway got his own style. But Benny is more of my shit that i ride
1: Yeah. Up and and he got my nigga Cole on that record, too. They got together. That's just my
0: opinion, though. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. But If you told me they would have been on a song like that, I would have said it would have been neck and neck. But Benny really got that shit by like a landslide. Just my opinion, though.
1: Yeah, yeah. Cole came on that. He was, you know what I mean, popping his shit a little bit too much. You know what I mean? His, his sword was sharp,
0: but Benny's was just sharper for real. Yeah. I really want to hear that Drake and Benny, dog. because they were talking about that shit since, like, 2019, bro, for real. Like, I want to hear that shit, because I know that shit's sliding. Because Drake, he already said, like, he fucked with, you know, Griselda and shit like that, so... To hear like Drake, you know, and Benny on a track, well, you know that shit gonna be fire, bro.
1: Hell yeah, I, I I just found out about that snippet, by the way. That shit, that shit hard too. It yeah. sound you know like hard. I wonder why they ain't drop it.
0: Yeah, like, but you know how that shit go, man, with that whole label shit. You never know, bro. But like with Drake though, one thing I do like that he does though is uh, he will help like up and coming guys, or, like guys who just started. but he will give them that verse though. You feel me, like. And that's that's been like a reoccurring theme in his career. Whether it was who else, um, he did early shit with YG. He did shit with Block Boy JB. Yeah, he shit with, like he gives give niggas those verses though when they just starting out and shit. You know, to like give them that you know that's get them to another audience. You feel me? Because once he on the track, but it's just like Eminem being on the track. Your shit gonna be heard to like to the masses. You feel me?
1: Yeah, definitely. got to come with it every time. Lil baby was the first artist I think that came with it. You know what I mean? Where's though? Like I'm thinking, like, all right, baby kind of went a little harder than Drake, or he was just as neck to neck with the nigga. Hell yeah, yeah.
0: yeah
1: a lot of yeah, think that
0: nigga. A lot of niggas think that yeah, Drake got bodied on that shit. I remember when that shit came out, but niggas was like, "Hey, baby slid on that shit." I was like, "Yeah." Like but with Drake though, you can't let that shit be like him steal the show, bro. Or you gonna be one of them niggas that never have a like a song hot as that shit. You
1: know? Nah, uh baby, baby body uh Drake on that second record they got together for sure. I'm from the four, but I love me at three some Oh that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He went the fuck in on that one, bro. Like <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. It's, Drake Ain't gonna let too many niggas do that. Twenty one savage be, you know, what I mean, be he he be up there with Drake neck to neck too, and sometimes have a better you know, cut himself too.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Speaking of twenty one, the one thing I like about him is like when I first started listening to him, you know, like it was like soon, like but like a couple months before he got announced for the Double XL freshman, which I think that twenty sixteen one is the most legendary just because of everybody they had in there and how their career played out. Yeah. But twenty one, you know, I like the way like his evolution as an artist. Like he came in with the street stuff, you know. But then as the years progressed, you know, he got more lyrical. He got yeah. like better. He got better, you know, concepts and you know, shit like that. And now he's like one of the top in the game right now, you know, niggas is sleep for real, you feel me?
1: Yeah, he he wanted he wanted the newer artists that that had like I like to say this, a perfect career whereas though like you can really start from the first shit he dropped. The first album he dropped was Metro Metro the Boomer, right? Metro Boomer.
0: Yeah, yeah that um Savage Mode 2, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, bro, like, all that shit hit. Like, you know what I mean? Sunset Drive, I don't know if that's the first one. But I'm just saying, he got he got a couple records on that that hit up until the point where he had his career now still <laughs> blossoming, still growing. And that's what it's all about, though, man. Just, you know, doing that shit.
0: Yeah, because a lot of artists don't evolve and they stay in that box they was when they got discovered. And this is like, okay, yeah. like, can you move on? Like, can you do something else? Like, can you, you know, And it's now now he got, like, some shit that's, like, where he talked to, like, the younger generation and say like, don't, like, take the route I did and shit like that. Like, if the shit, if you hear an interview from when he first came out and listen to an interview now, you can tell, like, you know, he got smarter in the Mm
1: industry. Definitely. Shit. I I can't wait till Boosie
0: get a little smarter, man. (laughs) Oh, bro. Boosie on some shit, bro. They got this nigga in 4K on the live with the bleckies.
1: <laughs> like, bro, you too old for this shit, bro. Like, come on, man.
0: Once the feds get involved, I know it's very serious,
1: bro. Yeah, you just, you fought death row. You got out of that. Just to come back, you know what I mean? Get get in trouble with the law every few years and that. But now this time, like, it's looking like he's going to have to sit
0: for a minute. Yeah. We gotta see how that shit look, cause he he waiting on the next court date, and they they already denied that bond. The nigga sold his whip. You trying to get that damn shit right, but like, nah, now that bond, we gotta we gotta see how that shit fold out in damn uh, court, and we gotta wait on that court shit to see like what the fuck really going on though. But yeah, they caught this nigga in four K with the Blake. and I'm just like, come on, bro. Then they
1: then he um go to YMW Mally court case, and as soon as he came out, he got locked up. It didn't yeah. Have... He...
0: And he just got, he got that court, he got that uh, gun charge dismissed, and they picked that nigga up again when he left the damn court out, right, bro. This shit funny, though. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> we gonna have to, the, Vlad go to have to, you know, be stingy with them interviews, you know what I mean? He got he got a couple of boozy vid- videos in the vault. He, he yeah. ain't gonna drop them like he been dropping them.
0: You be fucking with Mav Hoffa?
1: Yeah, I need to get into his um interviews actually. I seen he was up once. there,
0: he was up there, like he, he dropping clips of, of the Boosie shit. Like, oh yeah, full one yet, but like he always dropped his shit in clips, then he dropped the full shit. But like I, I fuck with Mav though. I fuck with like that whole uh like movement though because like he came from battle rap and now he like on this podcast shit. And I always say like I started a podcast because like I have this these basically the conversations I have with, like, my homies and like and within barbershops and shit like that, you know, about different sports and hip-hop and shit. So for him to, like, have this shit, like, the barbershop setting, and, you know, he chopping it up with niggas like that, you know, I instantly start fucking with, like, math and shit. Yeah, man, yeah. But, yeah, it's definitely cool, though. But I ain't going to lie, bro. I had a, like, this was a great conversation. I, I enjoyed chopping it up with you and, you know, getting to know you on more of, like, the artist level and shit, though. Like, we uh, about to wrap this up. Do you got like any uh closing remarks or anything you want to say to the people? Nah, man.
1: Um, just shout out Money Gang J, shout out oh, his yeah. podcast. I hope he you know continue to grow and blossom. I'm always going, you know, tune in. Um, once yes. again, I got a project dropping. I'm dropping my Hillbillies Freestylers Week. Um, just you know, tap in with me. Hossakip, you can Google it H O S S A C I P. That's everywhere. Just tap in with me for real.
0: Yeah, appreciate you giving me some of your time, bro. I, mean, I didn't know if I was fucking up some of your stew time or shit like that.
1: <laughs> nah, you good, bro. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm always free for this type of stuff.
0: Oh, yeah. Appreciate it, bro. But hey, appreciate your time. Appreciate you as an artist. Like I said, continue to flourish and continue to grind it out, my nigga.
1: Likewise, bro. Appreciate you. All right.